going on everybody welcome to the music matters media show and you know what time it is it is about that time where everybody caps off the end of the year with their year end list including streaming services we're talking about spotify we're talking about apple music youtube music whatever you may have streaming services like to wrap up in a package with a bow the statistics of your listening experience throughout the year. We are talking about your top artists, your top songs, minutes listened, and we even have the information on our end for who has been listening to our podcast. I cannot wait to get into those statistics. But first, Eric and I both have some lists that we need to go through. So I have spotify and eric has apple music and today we are both going to discuss our top artists our top five artists of the year and our top five songs of the year according to these respective streaming services so how it works is it literally keeps track of what you've been listening to throughout the year and how many minutes you've listened to each artist and each song individually and then at the end they tally everything up and boom they give you the statistics from your listening experience throughout that year so we've never done this surprisingly in the five years that we've been doing this podcast and i look forward to this every year i discuss it with my friends i post it on social because how could you not (laughs) and i go back and forth with my friends over what their results were versus my results and it's just a really cool fun way to discuss music and everybody's individual music tastes so i figured what better place to do that than here with you eric and especially this is eric's first time checking out his apple wrapped can you believe that listen i can't even believe it honestly but to your credit i think this is definitely going to be a cool idea moving forward And it is really cool to just kind of step back a little bit and analyze yourself as a listener and just see where your head's been throughout the whole year. You know, sometimes like you look at it and you're like, wow, is that really how long I I spent listening to this one artist or this one song? It's it's really cool to just kind of, you know, take a step back and just appreciate it all. So, Eric, from your results of your top five artists, did finding out who they were surprise you? Yeah and no. I mean, some of them, of course, like, they're the artists I listen to almost every day. And then others, it's kind of like, 
I know I've listened to them a lot, but I'm shocked that they made it to my top five. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I feel like that too by the end of the year. Yeah, like even artists that you are consciously aware of that you listen to all the time, you're like, wow, I listen to them that much? That's pretty crazy. You know, uh, it really just goes to show you just how in love you can be with something for so long and not even realize it, you know? All right, Eric, so let's dive right in. What do you want to start with, top artists or top songs? Uh, well, since on Apple Music, it's it's for me, it starts out with top artists. I guess I can do that first. Okay, so let's do it this way. We'll go five to one. We'll each go back and forth until we get to our number one. You down for that? Sure. So I will let you lead with your fifth top artist. Okay, so this artist, I've mentioned them a couple of times on the podcast, but uh, for people who probably uh, don't know about them, they're called Waster, but the initials are W-S-T-R. Oh, yeah, of course. Neck Deep's uh, yeah, protégés. Yeah, yeah some yeah. people have gone as far as calling them, calling them Neck Deep Jr. because of the similarity. Yep. I'm not going to go as far as to say that they're a carbon copy. There's definitely differences among them, but you can clearly hear the Neck Deep influence in their sound. And let me just say, they're awesome. They're a great pop punk band, and if you love the sound of classic pop punk, they're right up your alley. But yeah, they are my number five on my on my list. How about you? What's your number five? Coming in at number five, we have for all the highs and for all the lows, believe it or not, Drake. When you said for all the highs <laughs> and all the lows, I figured that's who you were talking about. <laughs> because apparently for me, the highs outweigh the lows and I've been streaming Drake throughout the year. And the best part about the streaming stats is they don't necessarily take what you're streaming into account in the sense of for your top artists, it doesn't necessarily have to be their newer material. It just has to be how much you listen to them in general. Yeah, so. like you could. So basically, you could play Scorpion all year long and it'll still count. <laughs> Which I probably did. <laughs> probably. If if it was me, it would probably be because I listened to uh certain tracks off of uh honestly never mind yes, yes. banger yeah. yeah for me it's probably a culmination if i were to be serious about it it would probably be between honestly never mind sprinkled with scorpion sprinkled with take care and views and just a bunch of his older material which so, is still valid so that makes sense yeah so that's why drake made my fifth spot on my top five artists nice uh, the only thing I'm shocked at is that it was five. I thought it'd be higher, but this just makes it even more interesting. You know, previous years, he has been higher, and even some years, he's been my number one. I can believe that. So, depending, I guess, on how good the album cycle is. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But with that being said, Eric, what stole your fourth spot on your top five? So this is a weird one because it's a strange category on Apple Music. I'm not sure if it exists on any other streaming service but it is an offshoot of king gizzard and the lizard wizard it's called bootleg gizzard if oh, you can, believe that. can you explain so bootleg gizzard is essentially the i'm assuming labor of love of somebody who took the trouble of or who went through the trouble of compiling all of king gizzard's bootleg releases oh, okay that makes a lot of sense and this person decided to put them all on apple music because i think previously they were only available on bandcamp 
Gotcha. So oh I, wow, that person's a champion. Hell yeah. <laughs> so when I found Shout out, out for, to that person for putting the entire team on their back. Yeah. For the betterment of the whole fan base. Yeah. Now I'm not sure if this is like an independent person or if somebody who works for King Gizzard or maybe even a band member themselves compiled it and put this on here yeah i assume that they would have to get clearance for that without a doubt yeah exactly i'm, I'm not really sure please king Gizzard fans forgive me if i don't know the answer but um i'm just happy that you know whoever it was did this because you know it's just so cool to find all of their bootlegs in one place on apple music and this category basically includes their demos their live bootlegs you know just a lot of rarities that uh you know maybe some fans aren't even aware of so it's really cool to just you know put it on here on apple music which is a clearly big contender for streaming oh so of course. That, you know it can They're reach one of the main sources of streaming yeah so it can reach more people that way it doesn't just stay limited to Bandcamp. you know yeah that's amazing yeah that's amazing what what's cool about king gizzard is that they allow fans to press their bootlegs on records oh that's awesome yeah shout they, out to the band for that yeah basically they're like just pay us like 10 15 dollars for the album and then you can do with it what you want you can make your own pressings oh, I love that. sell them wow whatever you want yeah because obviously not all musicians yeah slash bands some are, are jealously like that. guarded yeah. with their music of course but, yeah. but of this course. just makes me love that's actually a foreign concept for most musicians really. yeah yeah definitely so that's another reason why i love king gizzard Love so, that. So yeah, they're my number four. Wow. I'm surprised that they're your number four, to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> All right. So how about you? What's your number four? My number four goes to Elenium. Oh, nice. They're, you've been talking about them a lot this year. Yeah. Let me tell you, anybody that doesn't know who Elenium is, just to reiterate in case you're listening to this episode for the first time and hearing me speak about him for the first time, he is an EDM DJ and producer. And oh my god, his self-titled album came out this year. I've been having it on repeat throughout the year and his older work as well. I first got into him back around 2018, 2019 and the rest is history since then, especially with his later work because his later work might appeal to a lot of people that listen to this show because it's a fusion between experimenting with more rock genres of music whether that be heavy metal whether that be pop punk there's a lot more rock influence in the music now and i love just the cross section between that style of music and edm because growing up just like us eric he was very heavy on the bands that influenced him just to become a musician in general and then with him being so solid on the EDM front and using his skill set there to kind of mash up these genres together. Really cool vibes. Highly recommend anybody who loves both genres to really give him a chance, check out his music. But yeah, that's why he took my fourth spot here on this list. That is awesome. That's really awesome. I've definitely heard you sing Millennium's praises. I have also heard your partner sing their praises. You know, and I've just been hearing all around a lot of good things about them. And, of course, for anybody who, uh, you know, may have listened to our previous Record Store Day Black Friday episode, they were one of your uh, finds for Record Store Day. Yes, and I'm so glad because I love that album, Fallen Embers, which has the song Paper Thin that Tom DeLonge is on from Angels and Airwaves, at the time at least. And, yeah, he just, the mashups are amazing. He collaborates with anybody between... Tom DeLonge, 
to Motionless and White, to Spirit Box, to Avril Lavigne, Travis Barker. Really cool mashups between the past two albums. Definitely go give his music a listen. You will not be disappointed. Very nice. All right, Eric. So we're heading into top three territory. Who took your third spot of your top five? I think you'll be happy with this one. Fallout Boy. Ooh, wow. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, ever since So Much for Stardust came out, I just, I've just, you know, gone back and listened to their older material as well as. You got the nostalgic? Material. Yeah, I got yeah. nostalgic. But I always listen to Fallout Boy. But, you know, now with the album, you know, released, now I listen to them even more. And also, I've even listened to some stuff that I previously decided to just kind of ignore <laughs> <laughs> and wow. decided to give it a chance now. Mania is not included in that. I'll okay. just be honest. Okay, fair. That's fair. <laughs> but, uh, you know, because the album came out, it gave me a bigger appreciation for albums like American Beauty, American Psycho, mm-hmm. and Save Rock and Roll. Yeah. And even Pac Sam Days. So yes. I've definitely, you know. It's a banger EP, mixtape. Yeah, I don't definitely. know what they want to call it, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've given those things a bit more of a chance, but I'm still loyal to From Under the Court Tree, Take This to Your Grave. Of course, classic. Infinity on High. Infinity on High, yeah. Yeah, they listen, I've loved them since high school. That, They're not, that run was insane. Yeah, yeah, so listen, they, they've been a favorite of mine since high school. They're never leaving my playlist. Could not so, agree more, You know, it's, it's really not surprising. This is one of those artists that I'm not surprised ended up in my, in my top five. You know who I'm not surprised ended up in my top five? Yo. My number three, which would be Paramore. Nice, very nice. I'm telling you, Eric, since we did the album review of This Is Why, the record's really grown on me, I will say. It's really grown on me. Very nice. And I do feel the same sentiment overall of how I felt when we recorded the episode. It's definitely not in my top tier, per se, of Paramore Records. Just because stylistically and sonically, not necessarily as a whole my thing. However, Haley Williams, Zach Farrow, Taylor York, they crush it every time. And to me, even a, a Paramore record that maybe doesn't meet expectation is still better than most music out there right now. And let me tell you, just listening to that record, like you said about Fallout Boy, made me go back in their discography. Like I always do listening to Paramore, but just appreciating everything so much more that has led up into this point. So shout out to Paramore. They took my third spot. Definitely not surprised whatsoever by it. And yeah, well-deserved. Yeah, definitely well-deserved. And I'm also not surprised by it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right so Eric, number in, two. Okay, so moving into top two territory. This is an artist I've never mentioned here before, but I really do hope that all of you that love pop punk or easy core, as other oh, people nice, put, nice, nice. Uh, check it out. His name is Charles Erickson. And I don't think I've ever heard him. He's relatively new. Okay. Um, I actually found out through him because of his guitar covers on YouTube. Oh. He uh, he does a lot of guitar covers from a bunch of different pop punk artists, and what I love about him is that not only does he play very well, but his setup is really really good. Like his amps and his guitars, he he really knows how to how to you know put the two together to make sure he gets a really good sound for his videos. And as I was listening to one of his videos, 
I found out that he also made music. And so I decided to check it out. And wow, I fell in love. Oh, wow. That's really cool. I got to go check him out myself. I think you'll like him. And like I said, I think anybody else who loves pop punk, loves easy core, is definitely going to love this guy. He definitely gives me Mark Hoppus vibes. He's a multi-instrumentalist. And he blends a lot of a lot of influences in there for sure. All you all it took for me was like a small like composite trailer of all of the songs on his album. Like each one played for like ten seconds. And it was enough for me to go out and check his work and it is amazing. Definitely gotta give him a listen. I mean, you know how I feel about pop punk and you definitely know how I feel about Easy Core as well, so For sure. Um I think the album to listen to is it's called Trying to Skate By, so definitely check it out. It's on, uh, yeah, it's on Apple Music, and hopefully it's on everywhere else, on Spotify, YouTube. Great shout-out, Eric. I love that you're giving some exposure to an up-and-coming musician. Yeah, I, de- I think he definitely deserves it, and I genuinely hope that you guys uh, really like him as much as I do. Unfortunately, I can't say the same for my number two. Not an upcoming musician. <laughs> In fact, my number two is Fall Out Boy. Nice. Okay. I'm glad we had some overlap. Yeah, we had some overlap. They made your third spot. They made my second spot. And pretty much for all the same reasons that I said about Paramore and that you said about Fallout Boy is just listening to So Much for Stardust got me amped. And I went back and I started listening to what got them to where they're at now and the progression. And like I said prior, that run between Take This to Your Grave from Under the Core Tree, Infinity on High, and even Aspects of Folia Do was just insane. And obviously, OG Fallout Boy will always have a special place in my heart. However, loved to say rock and roll when it came out. And listening to that record just takes me and transports me back to the time that it came out. And back yeah, to... Yeah, our early college days. Yeah, like just back to that album cycle, back to that tour, just reigniting my love for the band all over again. And as you said, I was able to even appreciate some aspects of American Beauty, American Psycho. Uh, Can't say the same for Mania, but we'll just... uh, I respect the effort. I'll I'll say that. (laughs) We'll just cruise on past that one. (laughs) (laughs) Leading us up to so much for Stardust, which you know I sung very high praise of. Yeah. For our album review Yeah, go check that out. That, That was a fun album review, and, you know, we just had nothing but high praise for that one. Yes, so please go check that out if you haven't heard it yet. But yeah, that was my number two spot, Fallout Boy. Very nice. I'm glad to see that we had some overlap considering like how varied our musical tastes are. That's so true, yeah. Like I genuinely did not expect us to have an overlap just because even though we yes, we do share a lot of artists in common, I feel like our tastes diverge just enough where There's so many different options for each of us. Yeah, it wouldn't be unreasonable for people to not expect us to have overlap. But listen, I mean, I'll take it. One artist in common. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, definitely. I love it. Okay, Eric, so this is the big reveal. Your top artist of 2023, according to streaming, is... This is a little weird because I technically already mentioned them already, but it's... I knew it. It's King Gizzard and the Lizard (laughs) Wizard. Now, let me say why this is the case. Bootleg Gizzard is only comprised of their earliest material, their, you know, (laughs) studio outtakes, live albums, that type of stuff. But the King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard category on Apple Music, that's comprised of all of their main albums, you know, starting with their very first one to their latest one. 
You know what's my top five? It's actually Transplants, Plus 44, Angels and Airwaves, Boxcar Racer, <laughs> <laughs> and followed by Blink-182. <laughs> but yeah, if, if, you've, if you've spoken to me about music in the past few years, you'll know that this wasn't surprising. It certainly wasn't for Lisa. But yeah, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard is my top artist for the year. Does it say your minutes listened or yes, percentage? Yes, it does. Uh, 2,728 minutes. Wow, you crushed it, Eric. <laughs> you crushed yeah, I've it. Been, I've been listening to them a lot. Yeah, I honestly, I knew the second that we started this. Now, what's your number one? Eric, <laughs> do you really have to ask me what my number one is? Blink-182. Blink-182, of course. I didn't want to assume anything. They dropped a new album this year with Tom in it his big return if anybody thought on this planet that it would be anything else but blink you are tripping <laughs> <laughs> that much i will say of course blink always makes my top every year but the position definitely switches up from from year to year mostly top three without a doubt but this year of course they made my number one between just my natural Blink listening experience along with the new album that I've been listening to an unhealthy amount of times, <laughs> according <laughs> to my streaming statistics. All right, well, I'm glad to see that we each figured out our favorites. Wasn't surprising, at least this year. Oh, yeah. And it says I'm in the top 0.5% of listeners that listen to Blink worldwide. Nice. That's quite an honor. Yeah, so that was a really cool statistic. How about for you? Does it also say how many minutes or, or no? Yes, I listened to Blink 1,332 minutes. Nice, very nice. Yeah, so not as much as you listen to King Gizzard, apparently, but... Listen, still, King Gizzard has there. a lot of albums. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot more material <laughs> lot, to work yeah. with. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the amount of albums, it's the amount of time you listen to them. Of course. You know? Okay, so my top artists, once again, were Waster, Bootleg Gizzard, Fallout Boy, Charles Erickson, and King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. And my top artists from five to one were number five, Drake, number four, Elenium, number three, Paramore, number two, Fallout Boy, and number one, Blink-182, to the surprise of no one. <laughs> <laughs> Still, though, awesome list. Thanks. Same thing for you, Eric, honestly. Now that we got our top five artists out of the way, let's dive into our top five songs because I thought that would be interesting to talk about on here. Yeah, and that can be definitely different. Yeah. You know, depending on depending on this particular song that you were obsessed with or oh, totally. any other factors. So just disclose just full disclosure, you know, our top five albums are one thing. Our top five songs can be completely different to that. Not yeah. saying they are, but it's just something to think about. Before we, uh, <laughs> thanks, Art. Before thanks we, uh, before we embark on this journey, I love the breakdown. Okay, I'll let you have at it. Okay, so my fifth most played song this year is called "I Don't Want to Know" by Charles Erickson. Nice. Okay, going back to Charles, I gotta check this guy out. It's just, it feels like it would be a match made in heaven for me. I hope it will be. I, you know, I'd, I'd like to think that I know you pretty well in regards to being a fan of pop punk so I've, I've made i know i've made a couple suggestions in the past and i'm hoping that this is one that you'll also uh take a liking to all right so how about you what made your fifth most played song well after your breakdown which i'm glad that you uh explained <laughs> it's actually fitting because 
coming in at number five for my top songs of the year is Blame by The Main. Nice. Very nice. Off of their new record, which is a self-titled record, The Main. Yeah, so I I played this song a crazy amount of times. It's just so catchy, super infectious. It's a shot of adrenaline. And you have to, if you enjoy The Main or if you just enjoy that style of music, you have to give this song a listen. It's called Blame. It's off of their most recent record. Please check it out. Nice. And I believe it's one of the songs you played for me when you and I made the trip to all the various record stores. Yep. That would be that song. What'd nice. you think? I thought it was awesome. Yeah. It's a banger for sure. Certified banger. Nice. <laughs> you heard it from here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, okay. Eric. So, my fourth most listened Number to four. Song this year is called Casa Amor by Waster. Okay, back to Waster. That's from their AKA album Neck that came out this Junior. year. That's no. from that's from their album that came out this year called Till the Wheels Fall Off. Very nice. Phenomenal album, so you know, definitely recommended for any, you know, neck deep fans or any pop punk fans in general. I'll definitely right. keep that in mind. So how about you? What was your for, your fourth most played song? Coming in at number four, which I'm incredibly surprised that it didn't make my number one at the rate that I listened to it is Dance With Me by Blink-182. You see what I mean? Like, sometimes <laughs> you would you think, like, the stuff you think will make your number one doesn't turn out to be that at all sometimes. I really so thought this song crazy. was going to be my number one because off of their new record, there's a lot of songs. I mean, I play the new record front to back, but there's a lot of songs that I'll stay on, and I'm like, no, nah, I got to yeah, listen to it yeah. again. I got to go back and listen to it. And that this song, Dance With Me, is just one of those songs where as soon as it's over, I just want to replay it all over again. So Dance With Me came in at number four. That's surprising to me, but who knows? We have three more spots left. So Well, listen, we our previous see. episode did cover one more time, so it's pretty fitting that this should be your your fourth pick. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Now we are officially... Headed into top three territory, Eric. Let me hear what took your third spot. So I'm not sure if this is a name I've mentioned before on this podcast. If I have, um, please tell me if you can remember. But um, my third most listened to song goes to Strangers by Real Friends. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... And this is off of their newest... I feel like we definitely have in passing. Yeah, at least once. But go ahead. Let me hear it. What's your explanation? This is off of their newest mini album, if you could call it that. Um, There's Nothing Worse Than Too Late. Uh, It's with their new singer. I believe his name is Cody. And, you know, as everybody who's a Real Friends fan knows, he is the replacement for Dan Dan Lanton. I know that some people probably had reservations about him, but I personally think he fits in very well with the band. I think on this particular album, his voice is just elevated. He did a great job on the previous mini album that they put out. Totally different style from dance, that I will say. Yeah, definitely. But there is a little similarity to it. Like You can definitely hear the grit in his voice. And I feel like he found his confidence on this new project. You were telling me that. Yeah. And while we were together, driving around, a Real friend song, a new one, did come up yeah, in the shuffle. Yeah, from this album. And Lisa was pretty... Yeah, I enjoyed it. Pretty blown away yeah. by it. I would be lying if I said that I really stayed tapped into Real Friends after Dan left. 
because, you know, I simply wasn't, a, you know, I kind of just fell out with the band. However, listening to that song and then hearing your praise for the new lead singer and everything that they put out thus far and especially their latest work, I, uh, you know, maybe I'll go back and check some stuff out for myself. Yeah, I mean, I personally think he fits in very well with the band. And like I said, I feel like he definitely, you know, gained more confidence this time around. You can hear it in his singing. It's more powerful. Um, His name is Cody Marrero, just to give the full name there. But um, yeah, I think out of all the songs on this album, Strangers is the one that just really did it for me. And kind of like you, I've been listening to it unhealthily, (laughs) borderline (laughs) unhealthily. But uh, yeah, that's that is my third pick. Wow. Awesome. Great list so far, Eric. I'm, I'm right Thank there you. with you. Thank you. All right. How about you? What is your third most listened to song? Coming in at number three, we have Fake Out by Fall Out nice, Boy. Nice. Nice. What's, what's funny is that I was singing this in my head a little while ago. Were you? I know that I know that I picked it as my least favorite. Minor spoiler for those of you who haven't listened to our album review of of uh, so much for Stardust. Once yet. again, please go check that review out. If you're into Fall Out Boy, if you want to know about the new record and our thoughts and opinions, go listen to it. We had such a good time recording yeah. that one. So I, I picked my least favorite for that one, but like I said, I feel like it's been growing on me as time has gone by since then. Uh, I can definitely see why you love it so much. Oh yeah, it was one of my favorites. Yeah, off so the record. It's, it's not surprising that it would be your third. Uh, your that it's on that it's third on your list. Yeah. Such a good song. It reminds me as a throwback of a more stripped back version of Fall Out Boy without the all the theatrics that yeah. they throw in there from time to time, which nothing wrong with that, but it's just kind of refreshing, especially off of that album too, that uh, that song was kind of thrown in the mix. Yeah, for sure. And I even said on our album review that it reminds me of the classic song uh i've got a dark alley and a bad idea yeah and you know how much i love that record yeah that's my favorite record you know Mm -hmm. from under the cork tree favorite record by them so yeah this song just was felt like a nice throwback yeah definitely to fall out boys earlier days and it was just actually a nice change of pace in the album Mm -hmm. that is my number three fake out very cool okay eric what took your number two what took your second spot Okay, number two, back to Charles Erickson with Do You Remember? <laughs> wow. Multiple entries. Nice. Yeah. Listen, this is just me. I can't vouch for anybody else. If there are, if, if on the small chance that there are any Charles Erickson fans listening out there, this is just me personally. It definitely does remind me of Blink-182. It reminds me of, you know, First Date from the Take Off Your Pants and Jacket album. I'm not saying that it's similar musically, but this the energy that is in it really gives me that nostalgic uh, kind of vibe to it. So I think that's why I love it so much. You know, it, uh, it, it has that, you know, kind of high school angsty days type of feeling to it. You know, I like a good angsty song. <laughs> For I sure. mean, that's what half of pop punk is, is angst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's just uh, the song itself is very nostalgic. This kind of talks about the good old days of when you know, you met someone that just really swept you off your feet and just remembering what that's like. All right, so that's my second most listened to song. How about you? Well, I'm also double dipping apparently because my number two was Edging 
by Blake nice. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. And this one I understand. It took me a while to understand why Dance With Me was lower than Edging. But I've come to terms with the fact that because Edging has been out for so long. Yeah. I literally have been listening to this single since it came out before the full album rollout. Because it's at this point, it's been more than a year. Yeah. Because it came yeah. out on my birthday. Not to plug my birthday but you know yeah oh yeah we're plugging your birthday all right let's backtrack <laughs> the only reason okay? i remember that we're, is because we're plugging that birthday the only reason i remember <laughs> that is because you said happy birthday to me too <laughs> well yeah i felt like it was my birthday too so happy yeah. birthday to me that was so such yeah a nice at gift. this point it's been out for a little more than a year so i can understand why logistically that made your number two yeah so it made my number two because of that reason because of that reason just building up that hype for what was to come with their album releasing in the latter half of this year but edging is still a fun song still a solid song and you know i'm actually glad that they led with this because it's not the best it's not the worst it's just the right amount of fun and if you had any expectation going into the album based off of this song let me tell you you're just wrong yeah that's what i was thinking you're wrong you read my mind like that one song is not enough to tell you where the album was heading in. it's nowhere near an indication of the yeah. album in its entirety which i love because i i do appreciate clearly i appreciate this song yeah it's my number two so no shade to the song whatsoever mm-hmm. but yep. it's just it really was the best was yet to come right it was a nice little finger food so to speak yeah for the rest of the it album a, it was a nice uh hors d'oeuvre if you will yeah yeah definitely <laughs> All right. Well, cool. I'm glad that you also kind of did the same thing I did, unintentionally speaking, and, uh, you know, had a repeat. Yeah, multiple entries. So, so we've we hit finally number reached, one. Yeah, we've finally reached number one, Eric. So I'm going to triple dip for my first one and say Disassociating by Charles Erickson. <laughs> okay. Enough's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting my foot down. I need to listen to this guy right now. I'm about, I, I love this song. And I, I'm about to turn all of our gear off (laughs) be back in like yeah half an hour take a take a (laughs) take a bathroom break if you will and i'm just gonna be listening to this guy and we'll be right back (laughs) the best way i can describe this song called disassociating and once again all these songs that i've that made my top five list are from his album trying to skate by so it's easy to just you know remember what i love so much about this song is that it's fast paced it's energetic there are a day to remember influences on there because he you know does some growling vocals there's some heavy chugging nice and then in like the final 30 seconds of it maybe like not even a minute just like the final 30 seconds of the song he goes back to where he started and just ends the song on an awesome note i i really love it okay the good news is while you were going into your explanation of why people should check him out, he is on Spotify. I looked him up on Spotify. Nice, very nice. So I'm going to assume that he's on all streaming platforms. Yeah. And he's very much up and coming from what I'm seeing here. Cool, so cool. Really cool that you're giving him a shout out. He released another EP this year, so check that out as yeah, well. Yeah, it's called the Look Up EP. Yes, another good one. But the tracks that Eric are referring to are off of Trying to Skate By. Yes, his third album, if I'm not mistaken. 
Nice. I'm. I gotta listen to this guy. I mean, we'll listen to him after. All right. <laughs> we'll make a. We'll make a ritual out of it. All right. That's, okay. That sounds good, Eric. All right. So, with my list out of the way, what takes your what takes the spot for your most played song of the year? Well, just like I double dipped with Blink One Eighty Two with "Dance with Me" and "Edging," I am going to double dip once again because, according to my Spotify streaming numbers, my number one song, my most listened to song of the year, was "Love from the Other Side" by Fall Out Boy. I mean, great song. From January all the way up until now, that was the lead single from Mm -hmm. "So Much for Stardust." I have been playing this song ever since and it got me extremely excited for the album and even despite the album being out in its entirety it definitely made my top five spoiler alert of favorite tracks on there and i will continue to listen to it because to me it felt like more of a return to form after the chaos that was mania yeah i remember when i first heard that song i i was clear about this on on that episode i really wasn't sure what to make of it i welcomed the return of the guitars to the music but it, it still felt like mania but with guitars but then the more i listened to it and you know when i listened to the other singles that came out afterwards and then eventually the whole album i was like okay this is not mania with guitars thank god yeah and this song actually ended up being my favorite one out of all the singles that were released yeah, and it actually fits so well both as a standalone and on the album. It fits it so well with the album as a whole. And I love that so much for Stardust at the end, the grand finale, if you will, yeah. calls back they to, love from, the song. Yeah, to love from the other side. So Yeah, because they quote the lyric, what would you trade the pain for? Such a good uh, gem by Pete Wentz to do that. You know, if you're paying attention, you'll be able to point things out and find things within the album i feel like the more that i listen to that album the more i appreciate it and the more things that i find about each song along the way so really cool i love when you have that listening experience that it still feels fresh it still feels new every time you listen to it and yeah this song is just a straight up banger love from the other side took my number one spot no regrets totally stand by it okay so my five to one once again are I Don't Want to Know by Charles Erickson, Casa Amor by Waster, Strangers by Real Friends, Do You Remember by Charles Erickson, and Disassociating by Charles Erickson. Wow, it's almost like you hate pop punk music. (laughs) (laughs) Almost, almost. Sorry, I had to, I had to. (laughs) And my top five favorite songs from five to one are number five, Blame by The Main, number four, Dance With Me by Blink-182, number three, Fake Out by Fall Out Boy, number two, Edging by Blink-182, and number one, Love From The Other Side by Fall Out Boy. Wow. Between top artists, top songs, what a batch. What a batch. Yeah, for real. Just really goes to show you, like, what activity you've done throughout the year in terms of music listening. I mean, it's it is pretty cool that your most listened to songs aren't always your most listened to albums or even artists. You know what I mean? Just imagine what this must be like for all those people who claim they've got quote unquote guilty pleasures that they listen to. I don't believe in guilty pleasures. (laughs) Listen, I like what I like, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And And you don't have to like it, but just because I like it doesn't mean you get to shit all over it. Exactly. You like what you like. Nobody should judge you for it. It's a judgment-free zone on this show, okay? Exactly. Exactly. 
So before we close out this episode, I thought it would be extremely fun and heartwarming to to go over our own stats, Eric, from our listeners through Spotify. Okay, wow. So not our listeners in their entirety because we have listeners listening from all over the place. We are on every streaming platform <laughs> known to man with this show. So this is strictly just our Spotify listeners, but it's just extremely eye-opening and it really touched me. It touched my heart. So you ready to get into these stats? As ready as I'll ever be. I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> okay. The good kind of nervous. So our top episode of the year was our Super Bowl halftime show, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and more. Nice. Episode nice. 84. That was our top episode stream this year. Cool. That's awesome. Then we have our most shared episode, which was our Music Matters Media five-year anniversary, a Fallout Boy throwback. Nice. That was our most shared episode. So through Spotify, we were streamed in 55 countries. Wow. The United States was our top country with 20% of our total streams. Nice. That's awesome. The other listeners were, you have the most listeners in, number one, the United States, number two, Kenya, number three, Romania, number four, Brazil, and number five, the Netherlands. Wow. That's crazy. Right? That rocked my world. It's rocking mine right now. <laughs> That's <laughs> the, awesome. The fact that somebody, or not somebody, multiple people apparently out there are listening to us from Kenya and Romania. Yeah, I mean, that's... Wow. What? Never Netherlands? In, like, what? Never in my wildest Brazil? dreams. Shout out to Brazil. Another really cool stat on here was it showed us our listeners' top music genres. So the listeners that listen to our podcast also listen to... Number one was pop music. Nice. Very cool. Number two, rock music. And number three, rap music. Nice. And honestly, I think that for the most part, we are open to everything across the board on this show, as everybody knows. But I think if I were to kind of tie it all in together, if I could only pick three genres to represent this show as far as our discussions and what we dive into and what's most represented on here, those three are a good place to start, I would say. Yeah, yeah, I think those three would be it for sure. And then everything else that we cover usually on here is somewhat a derivative of that. Yeah, exactly. Because so, they're subgenres. Yeah, so love that. And then to wrap everything up with our stats on Spotify, we have... Plus 239% listeners, plus 264% streams, and plus 63% followers. So all of our stats went up this year. We got more followers, more streams, more listens throughout the entire year. And it's just mind-blowing to me. This is our Spotify wrapped for Spotify podcasters. Uh, Yeah, that's just only one avenue of it. Can you Only imagine for the others? avenue of where we stream on. That's insane. And listen, I've, I've said it before in previous episodes, and I'm going to say it again. Thank you guys for even giving us the time of day and for allowing us inside your earphones, your car radios, your computers, your tablets, everything. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us. We know that 
you know, the world of podcasting has a lot of options and we know that you could literally be anywhere else. But the fact that you chose to be with us truly means more than the world to us. You know, there's not enough in any language to say thank you for that. And we hope that you'll continue to be with us and support us. And we hope to be able to continue to give you cool episodes like this one. Eric, I mean, well said. I don't really need to say much after that. I mean, that that was really hard to follow up. (laughs) (laughs) But I will say just genuinely, in all seriousness, from the bottom of my heart and Eric's heart, thank you guys so much for continuing to listen. No matter how many times we've been on hiatus, no matter how many times we've covered totally different subjects from one episode to the next that you may or may not be following along with. Thank you so much for sharing this podcast with other people, to listening to this podcast, to getting other people to listen to this podcast, for this to be a global community of Music Matters Media listeners is just absolutely phenomenal and breathtaking and it blows my mind and and it will never not make me emotional thinking about it as eric said in at this point an extremely saturated market of podcasters and just the way that the world is and how busy people can get and how busy the world is and things are you can literally be doing anything with your time and listening to whoever you want to listen to And still, the fact that you guys take the time to listen to us and choose us, as long as you guys keep choosing us, we will keep choosing you as well. And I just want to say thank you so much for the past five years of listening and sharing and loving the content that we make. We plan to keep taking this to places that we haven't taken it yet and keep growing and keep trying new things and to keep everybody on their toes and we plan to keep everything interesting and fresh and fun and we just hope that you guys continue to stay along for the ride you will not be disappointed we love each and every one of you so incredibly much and thank you thank you thank you for choosing music matters media we love you and wow every every time we do this and every time it's like i was saying before you know just like how we're blown away by our stats on our on our like personal listening devices we're even more blown away by this like it's hard to really grasp the concept this means so much you have no idea how much this means to to eric and i guys it means more than our regular spotify raps of course and it means more than anything that we've ever shared on here is just the fact that we can touch one person let alone what seems to be statistically millions of people globally across the entire world is just yeah oh my god it's hard to wrap your head around it in the moment especially when we have conversations like these where we're just so engaged and what we love talking about but it's really really heartwarming to just kind of step back a bit and see how far we've come in these five years and see how many people have really just, you know, engaged in the conversation with us. And it is such an awesome feeling. We do not take it for, ran- for granted. We don't take you guys for granted. And uh, we're going to keep on showing you that through our efforts and through releasing more episodes. And we just hope that you're there. And thank you especially for sharing us. That's what blew my mind the most, that... All of our stats went up. I mean, 
we increased our listeners, increased our streams, increased our followers by significant amounts. For real. Thank so, you guys. Thank you guys for for, Thank you. for not only listening but sharing and spreading the word and interacting and for just to close out my part, I just want to say for our oldest listeners who've been with us since the very first episode, thank you for your loyalty. Thank you for giving us a chance back then and continuing to do so now and for liking what we put out. And for those of you who are newer, welcome. I hope that we've made you feel accepted in our humble community of music lovers and supporters and listeners. And we hope that uh, you'll stick around for the long run and continue to enjoy us. I couldn't have said it better myself, Eric. I really couldn't have. And with that, you guys, we want to know what your Spotify wrapped or Apple wrapped or YouTube music wrapped, whatever streaming service you got. We want to know what your stats are, what ended up being your top five artists and top five songs. What were you surprised by? What did you already know was going to be on there? We want to know it all, you guys. So head on over to musicmattersmedia.com and let us know over there. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Music Matters Media. We cannot wait to hear from you guys. And please stay tuned for our first couple of new episodes of 2024. We're going to be talking about our top concert experiences and our top 10 album lists for 2023. So you're not going to want to miss those. And on behalf of Eric and I and Music Matters Media, we want to wish you all a very happy new year. And And we'll we'll see see you in 2024. 2024.